Hello, everyone. Welcome to Catherine Biroy Show. I'm your host, Catherine Biroy, personal growth and business coach. And I have just one mission to help you do what you love and make your dream business flourish. And what's the best way to start and roll this second season than with someone who is very, very, very passionate about bringing up superpowers uh, in people's lives? Cody McAuliffe is a speaker who specializes in taking leaders and teams from force to flow. He does this by using the flow formula, modality he created, which is based on testing people's epigenetic expression. I want to talk about that. Uh, this means that leaders can understand how their brain work differently to others to ultimately get into flow and become superhuman. I'm so happy to have you here. Welcome, Cody. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Great. So what is the journey from force to flow? Uh, so what we notice is most people, most leaders are consistently doing whatever it takes to get the results, often at the cost of their health, often at the cost of their relationships, often at the cost of all of the things that are often most important to them. So when we're looking at creating this journey from force to flow, it's really creating this deep sense of um, alignment to what people are here to be able to create, to be able to create fulfillment in every area of their life. So when, when we look at the context of creating this superhuman society that I'm committed to creating, it's really about allowing people to, to live from their unique innate gifts so that they can have their foundational needs met and come from their highest needs of growth and contribution to ultimately live this deep life of fulfillment, which is ultimately what it's all about. And the inverse of that is that forcing of where people are just in the scarcity mindset, they're in they're doing all the things just to get their foundational needs met just to survive and all of these different things when we can have all of that sorted that we can come from those uh, higher needs of growth and contribution and what that really does for us is it allows us to to grow and then contribute and then grow and contribute and then it becomes this self-perpetuating experience of this infinite flow of energy which just expands things mm -hmm. ongoingly and when we can come from those higher needs of growth and contribution it creates that deeper sense of flow and when you've been in that experience of flow, it really allows you to, to just have this perpetuating experience where you lose track of time, where you lose track of your, your ego self, the narration of things that's going on in your mind. And you just become in that deep sense of presence and aliveness in the experience. And that's what I'm committed to creating for as many people as possible. I love it. And I, I'm truly intrigued with your work. So please tell us a little bit more. What is the epigenetic expression? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So our epigenetic expression is really just how our genes are expressing themselves. Mm -hmm. So everyone has different DNA, everyone has different genes. And when we have that understanding, we can understand that every single person is an individual. Every single person also has a role within the whole of humanity. We all have specific unique gifts that we get to bring to the world that we can actually learn what they are and start to channel those into what we're actually creating. So our epigenetic expression is just how we're expressing our biology. There are, there are a couple of things with that. When we, when we look at how our genes express themselves, we have on-off switches or we have dimmer switches as well. So our choices determine whether they're turned on or off or if they're turned up or down. Mm -hmm. So when we understand that based on all of the biology, based on all the neuroscience, all of all those different components, all of the different science behind it, it just means that it becomes a proven predictable system to go, okay, cool, what you need right now is to be more social and because that's going to create more oxytocin in your system. And then that creates uh, a domino effect of knocking everything else 
down for you. And this is what we talk about, the domino effect. If you understand what the first domino is based on your biology and you knock that one over, then all of the others fall over. Mm-hmm. So when, when we look at that, we can start to determine, okay, cool, what's the most important thing for you that's going to create this cascade of events of everything else falling into place so that you can gain access to that flow? Because inherently we understand that everyone's an individual and at the same time, we don't really create truly personalized approaches to things Mm -hmm. we go okay cool this is what you're going to do this is what you're going to do this is going to fit in for you and when the reality is most people are doing like the right things but at the wrong time because Mm -hmm. even based on our biology there are certain times throughout the day which are going to be optimal for us to do things Mm -hmm. some some people are going to be able to be more of a morning person some people are going to be a night person it's the irony of this interview is I'm in the morning right now and you're at night time. This is what happens when we have different places in the world. And it's interesting because that probably works out for both of us. Like I've, I am very much a morning person and my assumption is you could have the the ability to be able to be either one of those. You could be a morning person, but then you also have the spectrum to be able to go up there because you're probably someone who needs probably less sleep than a lot of other people. And you can tolerate that because of the depth of connection that you have. A lot of people who run podcasts have that kind of, epigenetic expression as soon as we understand that we can create that deeper sense of connection and then we can create also that that flow between people that interaction between people so we can start to understand what's going on for each person so that gives you a bit more context around it this is brilliant actually i'm a very very much uh, evening person and uh, robin sharma was telling us about the 5 a.m club uh, a few <laughs> years ago and i was like sure you do that i'll do my thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's it and that's the perfect expression of it because we're, we're conditioned like it's hilarious we're conditioned to into you gotta be in the 5 a.m club but then it's like all right well then another book says all right you have to do everything that one day you just don't go to sleep until you've done all your tasks and it's like okay so we just burn the candle at both ends then yeah and the truth is 100 is right for certain people to be in the 5 a.m club and there is a lot of the population which it's going to be extremely detrimental for and as soon as we can understand which category we fit into even in just in terms of that everything shifts for us because if you like i guarantee if you try and get up five o'clock in the morning what's going to happen is you're going to go really well until about two or three o'clock in the afternoon and you basically crash yeah. whereas if you were just to start and ease into the day that's going to just mean that you're going to be able to go as long as you need to and then you can tolerate less sleep in that context it's just that it's just the same kind of day it's just shifted the, the starts a little bit later compared to other people and this this is what we notice we live in a society where most jobs are like right it's nine to five and yet not everyone performs best during those hours and yet <laughs> it's all conditioned into that. So when we can start to really personalize, like even just start times in terms of work, everything starts to shift for us because we're no longer, we're no longer fighting against things and trying to force things because I guarantee if you had to get up at five o'clock in the morning, you'd just be forcing it. It'd be draining for you. You could do it for a short amount of time and there would be a cost to your body. I actually tried it because I I told you I was, I was involved in the same kind of a, mind development studies in Mensa and one of the things was that we we needed to to have a, a fitness early in the morning and uh yeah. yeah I went there and I was you know like I just it's just not my thing I'm going to do that when I'm ready to do that it just you know I don't give the best the best results I'm so happy someone is finally talking about this because uh, I was in scientific center for years doing some kind of researches. And um, 
I was leading a team uh, which was supposed to get the results whenever they feel like it, like doing the thing when they feel like that. And the other team had a specific time frame to get to the same goal. And uh, we had time for everything, for the pool, for fitness, for everything. And we, of course, got better results. So I was so happy to have you here in the show and just to share the, the note that the most people are actually doing the right thing in the wrong time. Isn't that, is that yeah. correct? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's what most people are doing. They're just oblivious to it. And the, the true power in having your epigenetic expression tested is you have the certainty of that because often intuitively we're like, oh, I kind of feel a little bit better when I do it like this, but you don't really know. And what it really does is that it, it gives you like specific times. It'll say, okay, at 8 a.m. you need to do this. At 9 a.m. you need to do this. At 10 a.m. you need to do this. Mm-hmm. At 11 a.m. this is going to be the best thing. You can socialize during these hours. You can exercise mm-hmm. during these hours. If you mm-hmm. eat here, then that's going to create more digestive issues than the benefits of eating at that time. Mm-hmm. So if you do eat then, then there's going to be a cost to your digestion in that instance. Mm-hmm. We can map all of these things out. And this is just one tiny little aspect of what we look at when we look at someone's epigenetic expression the timing is a critical component and then we also start to have that expand out and go all right well how does their brain work differently to other people because what we notice is uh, a lot of conflict which is created is only ever based on two things it's based on when what is said is not what is heard mm-hmm. because it's a miscommunication and number two when there's unmet needs if someone has a specific need that they need biologically to be fulfilled and it's not getting met, then that creates conflict. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have a need for connection, socialization, whereas other people are just like, I just need my space. I just need time to myself and I just need to focus. <laughs> and if you have two of those people in a room or, or in a relationship, it creates lots of tension, right? Because <laughs> one person, one person's like, oh yeah, let's have a chat. And they're just like, I just need my space. <laughs> as soon as we understand where they're two coming from, we can go, okay, cool. How can we create these people coming together and getting into flow with each other so we can come into this dance of life where we can have this perpetuation of that growth and contribution experience in between people not just for ourselves but in between people in every relationship that we have and this is the focus of what we do when we're working with teams and consulting to to seven and eight figure companies we do it with an individual level in our in our other programs and then we do it in teams in the other programs as well and it just really allows us to start to create that entire life being that expression of our unique innate gifts that we're here to be able to bring to the world because we in every area of our life create those foundational needs being met so that we can come from those highest needs of growth and contribution but it's which is what it's all about i love that and i was laughing because i recognize myself and my brother in that story <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same with me and my sister as well, so I'm with <laughs> it was it was a very very funny a uh, part of my life Actually, I'm the one who needs space and he is always coming on. No, you know. So uh, how we actually become a superhuman through flow? I, I think I, I, tr- I am already guessing it through, through your beautiful story, but um, still share that with us, please. Yeah, so we become superhuman by just unlocking the unique innate gifts that we have within it. It's like every single person has them and yet society conditions us into being what is normal and normal is like the 5am club normal is doing all of these different things in a specific order or just focusing on all of these different components of like one of the one of my greatest strengths is my ability to um 
innovate. And what that also means is because the other side of innovation means I struggle to focus for long periods of time. So if I was tested for ADHD, guaranteed that I would come up high on that scale. And it's like, okay, cool. Society's got to change that here. Has the medication to stop that. And yet that really creates these connecting up of all of these dots, mm -hmm. which wouldn't have been connected up otherwise. It's a core source of innovation. And yet society says, no, we've got a label for that. That's not how it should be. We need to be able to change that back into the normal box. And yet that then negates a lot of the unique innate strengths that I have. And every single person has one version of that where they have something that society says, no, it's not meant to be like that. You need to change back into the norm here. And that's the greatest strength. And, and an example of that for you might be your ability to be able to nurture and be selfless and actually share for other people consistently. Mm -hmm. It's that consistent want to be able to just give to other people at all points in time and, and have that connection to, to your family as well. And it's like, oh no, you, you, you're, too, you're too loving. You need to take, take time for yourself even more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's how it starts to play out. So does that resonate with you? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, and and yeah. I, uh, I completely agree. One of the parts of the the system which I created is the fact that we are not the same. Uh, everyone is different, and the advice someone gives to me and you might not work well for both of us. So, but imagine how world would look like if you know most of the people get this and actually you know discover the best versions of themselves through these kind of systems and implement what they do the best at the specific time which works the best for them you know we are all superheroes just i think most of the people are just not aware of that yeah 100 percent. and and it's it's just because of the the shift in society where we're coming up to this pivotal point in society where all of the meaningless jobs that are just starting to get phased out by technology, all of the jobs that can basically just be taken over by AI are just starting to get pushed down. Mm -hmm. So the only jobs that are going to remain are going to be these creative jobs. They're going to be these jobs that only humans can do. And it's really creating this perfect shift for people to start to only live from their unique innate gifts and there's going to be people that are going to be on the forefront of that and this is what i talk about in my book people who are going to be on the forefront of that who are willing to go and do that straight away and then there's going to be people who are going to catch up to that later because eventually all of those jobs will just disappear mm -hmm. through technology and then there's only going to be jobs that we're creating from our unique innate gifts mm -hmm. so eventually it's going to have that transition that's that's the power of the time that we're in that's the power of technology that's occurring and we can we can be one of the people who are in the forefront of that shift and actually do that now before all of those jobs get phased out through technology mm -hmm. or we can be someone who's left behind and just wish that we still had our garbage man job or whatever it was that can be outsourced by technology like one of the things that they talk about in the future is just like truck drivers is one of the biggest things which is going to be like that entire industry it's a huge number of people that do this task and at the same time mm -hmm. it's getting to the point where within the next decade or two that's going to be gone and there's going to be all of these people that only can find jobs based on their unique innate gifts rather than having this meaningless job where they're just sitting down for 12 hours a day behind a wheel which is it's a critical job and at the same time if we could bring that genius to the world if we could bring their gifts to the world imagine what we could do imagine what we could create as a future society if we had tens, hundreds of thousands of people that were doing all of these things to bring their, bring their creative juices to some of the world's biggest problems. Like that, that's really exciting for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. I absolutely, it absolutely resonates with me. I actually had an interview with someone who is very close to, to Hollywood and she told me that 
a lot of people lost jobs because movie industry is now just closed off and everything is going like to be digitalized. So all those jobs which were meaningful, not just in that industry, but this is like the most affected are completely gone. And uh, a lot of people are struggling now. And that's why I love having you here and, uh, you know, sharing this experience because I transformed myself and my life. And uh, after being a programmer for 15 years, I'm finally doing what I love and making a difference. And I would like everyone to experience that. Now we're going to do something much more interesting uh, in terms of, you know, speed and efficiency. I will ask you very, very quick questions and you have like 10 seconds to answer to me and you will yeah, hear, cool. hear a ring bell um, when the time is up. <laughs> so tell me, um, what is your superpower and what is your kryptonite? My superpower is my ability to be able to see people's potential and my kryptonite is burgers. They're way too delicious. You had a few seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> All about efficiency and speed. That's how my brain works, so it's going to be good. <laughs> I love that. What, what, what is the book, for example, which you would recommend to entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, or anyone who wants to, to go after the high achievement, for example? Uh, two books. Number one, Power Versus Force. Uh, uh -huh. And number two is, uh, I don't know where it is in the bookshelf, so... Who Not How by Dan Sullivan. This one's great for your personal development journey and the other one's great if you're in business, creating the paradigm shift from who to how. Brilliant. And I want you to, I want to ask you something about your book, but after the third question, which is, do you have a hobby and what's, what's that? Uh, my hobby is ninja warrior training. So I basically just do the swinging thing off all the bars and things and doing flips and stuff like that. Seriously? And that's based on... <laughs> Yeah, that's so it's cool. based on my epigenetic expression as well because I love risk and I love challenge and it brings together the adrenaline and testosterone that I need in my system to, to actually have this fun experience. So that's why I do it. This is brilliant. Like this is, I, I didn't expect it. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit more about your book. You mentioned uh, it when we talked previously. So where people yeah, can find so you, find it and um, so on. Uh, they can just follow me on, on social media at, mm -hmm. at the Cody McAuliffe and the book is in at printing at the moment. So mm -hmm. uh, it, it'll hopefully be on Amazon in the next month or so. Mm -hmm. So just waiting for that final stage of printing so we can get it and send it to Amazon. Uh, and the book's all about that journey of, from going from force to flow and actually mapping out all of the different processes to be able to create access to that so that people can create that deep sense of fulfillment in every area of their life. It's very much... <clears throat> expanding out exactly what we talked about today it's, it's uh, the perfect next step for people to be able to dive deeper into that to learn the different kinds of epigenetic expressions the factors that indicate that and how we actually created some amazing results for mm -hmm. individuals or with seven and eight figure companies and consulting capacities in that team flow area as well so it's a it's a great resource that'll be coming out very shortly and if that's something you want to check out then just Absolutely. connect with me on socials and and mm -hmm. people can get I'll make sure that you get access to the email list that has the all the details of when it actually gets uploaded to Amazon. I can't wait to read it because this is this is something I'm I'm very very personally interested in. Uh, how people can connect with you? You said through social media, but how can they reach out and maybe work with you? What are the opportunities? 
Uh, the best way is just to connect with me on Facebook. That's where I'm most active. And mm-hmm. uh, my team will basically, they manage my Facebook. So it'll be just working out how to best serve you based on sending it to the most appropriate page in terms of if you're looking at doing one of our foundational programs or working with your team, it'll just, they basically just determine what's going to be the best mm-hmm. place to send you to. And if it's just something about the book or one of our Facebook communities, then they'll send you directly to that. It's just where where the whole team manages all of my social. So it's the best, the best place to be able to get the fastest uh, reply and the the best direction for that individual. So. Mm -hmm. Thanks. That's, that's, that's great. I'm so happy. I had, I had you here and had this opportunity to talk to you. Obviously I'm bubbling now because it's like 10 30 PM here and it's (laughs) perfect time for you. It's past my perfect time, <laughs> but truly, this is this is really really amazing, and I am I'm very very happy that you shared this time with us. Uh, and um, accept the book. Is there anything else you would like to mention? What we can expect from your magic in 2021? Um, the book's going to be the biggest part of it, but there's like lots of different programs that we're just starting to create as well. So it's going to be a big year. We've got a lot of programs which have been uh, amazing in terms of creating massive impacts. Last year was our biggest year ever. We, we 4X our impact in our business. And this year, we're going to be looking at doing the same thing to be able to just impact even more people and create even more people being on this, this journey to be able to create this superhuman society that I'm committed to creating. So I'm excited to, to have opportunities like this to be able to share exactly what's going on and know how much time and energy and effort that it takes to be able to put on a podcast. I've created three podcasts over the years that have been extremely successful. And I know the time, energy and effort that goes into creating this and nurturing the community and doing everything along with it. So like, I appreciate the the opportunity to be able to share to your audience and I can tell it's part of your genius to be able to connect with people as well. So it, it makes, it makes me feel excited when I see people that are, that are doing it with that deep sense of passion. And it means that like there's already some alignment with you and creating that superhuman society already. So it's an honor to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for being my guest. I truly enjoyed and I hope you did too. Definitely. Thank you. Bye.